0: Hey everybody and welcome to Making Sense with Dustin Lamontang from Mackey Research Capital. My name is Bryn Griffiths. How are you doing today?
1: Real good, Bryn. How are you doing?
0: Fine, thank you. I'm not a big fan of the snow that is flying around today, but I also understand I live in Canada. I'd love to be able to get out of here. I'd love to be a snowbird,
1: That's what I'd like to be. Yeah, who wouldn't?
0: So, do you want to talk about snowbirds today? Because uh, there's obviously some tips if you're heading south to the U.S. and some other locations. Where do you want to start?
1: Yeah, well, I've got a a lot of clients that have properties down, especially in, uh, you know, Phoenix and the the Palm Springs area. So uh, I thought maybe it would be a good topic to discuss, um, you know, some tips around traveling south and and property ownership down there, Uh, especially in light of the fact I read the other morning that uh, the province of Ontario was going to uh, stop covering uh, some emergency out of uh, out of country medical expenses. So this uh, it's not a huge issue, but if if you're looking at uh, getting private insurance, probably going to bump the costs up anywhere from eight to ten percent is is what analysts are, are estimating. So it's going to uh, hurt in the pocketbook for those people that are uh, you know uh, going going down more than uh, you know thirty days so to speak.
0: Well, millions travel to the U.S. every year, and the breakdown is what? Maybe about half to Florida and half to Arizona, maybe into California a little bit. Is that is that what we're seeing?
1: Yeah, essentially, you know, from... Uh, sort of Saskatchewan West, uh, Saskatchewan, Alberta, BC, they, they tend to have a lot of properties in the uh, Phoenix and uh, Palm Springs area. Yeah. I, I think last count is about half a million. And then for Manitoba East, it's, uh, Florida the number one destination. So I think you've got about another half a million property owners in, in the state of Florida. Um, which you know, when I was doing a little bit of research for this uh, podcast, uh, I was quite surprised to to find out there's over a million Canadians that have property in in uh, the Sunshine States. Yeah,
0: that's not a million people traveling to the U.S. That's a million people traveling to the U.S. because they have property.
1: Yeah, exactly. There's right? uh, you know millions more that just go and and rent, of course. Um, I, th- I think the number is uh, somewhere in the five to six million range of, of permanent. Uh, wow! Uh, yeah, it's it's enormous the amount of and, and that's that's Canadians going south uh, at all levels. Um, of course, they're they're also going to Mexico and they're, they're they're going to Texas and you know other places as well. So,
0: but those are the two big locations. Now, the one thing that every snowbird knows is it, is uh, the magic number is one hundred eighty three days, right?
1: You bet. Otherwise, you cause yourself uh, all types of tax problems.
0: What, what? The IRS and I know because I've got friends that go down there. The IRS are very careful, and they watch that stuff really carefully. They know exactly how long you're in the U.S. for.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, uh, if you're You know, careless and you end up uh, in the US longer than the six month allotment, Uh, you may have to end up filing uh, a tax return with the IRS, which is not uh, the position (laughs) you want to find yourself in. Uh, So, you know, you want to keep it under the the six month range. And it it doesn't have to be six uh, consecutive months, it can be cumulative. You, You know, you can go back and forth, but your total stay in the US has to be under 183 days. Are
0: they thinking of changing that, extending it a little bit? I'd heard some stories.
1: Yeah, I, I read uh, about a year ago that they were looking at maybe uh, upping the uh, amount of time to nine months. Now, I haven't seen where that's uh, got pushed through. Right. Uh, it seems to me there's a lot more pressing issues that our, our governments are focusing on, so... I, I doubt that will ever get changed in, in the near future, but who knows.
0: Let's go back to the comment about Ontario and what they're thinking of doing with insurance. I'm ge- I'm guessing that it's uh, vital that people get travel insurance anyway because you want to make sure that you're over-insured when you head to the US.
1: Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, uh, myself personally, I've got uh, coverage um, through a couple different credit cards that I use. So, yep. um that that's one very inexpensive way. Uh, the the RBC Avion card and I think the CIBC Aventura both have good uh, out of country medical insurance up to thirty days. Um, if you want to get private insurance, uh, there's a number of different companies that you can purchase that insurance through, uh, Manulife is, is one that comes to mind. It was very popular. I think RBC sells travel insurance right at the branches now. So, uh, make sure if you're going south you have coverage, because if you get into a situation where even you get a broken leg in the U S you could be out a hundred grand. I've, I've heard those kind of stories. Wow. So, Make sure you're covered, you you know, you don't want to go on holidays and and have it turn out to be a financial disaster for you.
0: I want to touch on properties because I know some people who buy a property, let's use Phoenix as an example, or Scottsdale. They buy a property because they want someplace that they can go to to get away from this out there. And it's, it's really their second home. But I also know people who purchase in those locations, and I, I know it's got to be in other locations as well, where the purchase is considered an investment first, more than it is a vacation property or a second home. H- how do you view it uh, w- when we're talking about property as an investment?
1: Well, I think first and foremost, anyone buying a property in, in the sun belts is is probably looking at it for leisure at first and investment second. Um, it. You know, the costs are, are very expensive to have a property in another uh, jurisdiction. Talk about Phoenix or Palm Springs. You know, you've got the, the pool expense. You've oh, yeah. got uh, property taxes, utilities. So I think people underestimate that. Uh, and then you've got the ongoing maintenance, right? So what, what ends up happening is people will put uh, their property into these uh, rental pools. There's managers down in those Sunbelt cities that uh, will manage the property and, and give you a little bit of rental income. Now, you have to be a little bit cognizant of there's, um, I believe it's a 30% flat tax for rental income on the U.S. Okay. Um, so uh, y- you really have to know the ins and outs. I, I always recommend anyone uh, purchasing property, if they're going to have some income off that property, talk talk to a U.S.-based uh, tax accountant that specializes in that area. Um, I've got a couple contacts in that regard. So if anybody out there that, you know, needs a name, um, I can certainly, uh, you know, provide that to you.
0: Okay. One cost that comes up that, that uh, Canadians are caught off guard by, and that is uh, Americans in those locations, they don't heat their pools in the winter because the pool for them is someplace in the summer. In the winter, those pools are, uh, are cold. So, of course, when Canadians go down there, they want to spend some cash, and they're very surprised at how expensive it can be in some places to heat a pool. So HOAs, they are going, well, we weren't expecting that. So there's all sorts of little things that can creep up, right?
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, aside from the expenses, like like you mentioned, um, there's things like estate taxes, there's capital gains on property, you know, when you sell it. So, uh, and the United States has an inheritance tax. Uh, you really need to know the ins and outs, especially if you're, you're getting a property. Uh, I think it's over 300,000 us, uh, in value where you start to, um, have issues. Now don't quote me on that, but, hey. uh, the, the rules change all the time. Yep. Uh, all the more reason to talk to a tax professional if you are looking at a property down in the U.S.
0: So once again, if somebody has some questions on this kind of thing, they're heading south, either for uh, for fun or maybe they're looking to maybe uh, purchase something. You can kind of direct them on on things like that, right?
1: Yeah, I've, or get
0: uh, them in touch with somebody.
1: Yeah, I've helped a lot of a lot of clients with their their southern uh, property purchases, whether it's uh, you know referring them to a realtor or getting that uh, tax or legal professional that they need. Um, If if you're just a regular snowbird going down for, you know, rental and you don't own a property, um, check out snowbird.org because it's a really good site. Um, There's also a Canadian uh, Snowbird uh, Association, which has, I I think it's 100,000 members, something like that. So they're always putting out good uh, material online as well.
0: Well, that's it for today. We'll have more helpful hints coming your way over the next few weeks. And just a reminder, the markets and financial numbers change frequently. So what we might talk about today could easily change by later today or overnight. So it's always helpful to check in with Dustin. And you can contact
1: Dustin at Mackey Research Capital. Okay, phone number? 780-905-7729. And email address? E. Lamontang at maccuresearch.com
0: and you can also check out their website too which is mackieresearch.com thanks for this today we'll uh, check in with you again soon okay thanks Bren thanks for listening to making sense have yourself a great day.